Hi Emma, this is Jinu Huan. Hi Emma. Hi Emma. Hey Emma. Hi everyone. As you may know, some people have decided that today, February 25th, 2023, should be a day organized around hatred. I'm Emma Newberry, a podcaster and journalist, and I disagree. I'm not alone. In response to this organized display of hatred, I put three prompts out into the world, hoping for some responses. One, what inspires you most about humans, friends, strangers, anyone? What makes you hopeful for us? Two, what is an instance of care, mutual, self, or otherwise? How do you care for yourself and others? Three, what is a piece of media, a book, a movie, a song, or anything else that makes you happy and feel inspired? What follows are the reflections of my friends, including a poet, an artist, a filmmaker, a minister, a photographer, and a former white nationalist. For those of my friends who reached out saying that their hearts were too heavy to participate, I hope you can feel these words surround you and buoy you with some hope. I love you all. And if you or a loved one are involved in violent extremism, keep listening for a hotline and other support materials at the end of this minisode, titled From the Heart. It was really brave people like a Jewish boss, uh, like a lesbian supervisor, like Afro-American and Latino co-workers who showed me compassion 30 years ago when I was a white nationalist and, and helped demonstrate for me the, that life is so much better when you're not terrified of all your fellow human beings. So compassion can be incredibly transformative. It, it's actually a weapon against hate and I encourage all of you to, to wield that weapon uh, early and often and, and practice it and, and get, get as good as you can at it because that, that's, uh, that's the way to diminish hate in our society. So you ask what makes me hopeful about us as a people. And I must say, I have the good fortune of living on an independent school campus, grades actually nursery through 12. It is a racially, socially, culturally diverse community. And what makes me hopeful for us as a people is watching these children, watching how they are curious about one another, respectful of one another, and caring for one another. Seeing these children make me hopeful that as they grow into young adults and leaders, then we can grow into a more respectful, generous, and forgiving community. One of the things that inspires me most about humans, particularly my students, I teach college, is their ability to edit their ability to refine their unwavering uh, desire to become better, to find the thing that pushes them. And that could be as simple as my help, some, you know, and, and a classmate's feedback to the point where they are proud of their work and there's nothing more rewarding than just talking with them and finding out what they're passionate about and seeing if we can weave those passions into their current work so that it's something they're truly proud to continue working on somehow beyond the college life.
and that is something that fulfills me and brings me so much joy to to be even a colonel um to be some part of their journey is absolutely fulfilling and inspiring i think it's our commitment to art and because at face value doesn't seem to have much use but we know that there's something to it and that it's important and fundamental to who we are and maybe what separates us from animals or other forms of life and I guess you could say the same thing about love you know it's kind of like in Marvel movies or things like that where the villains will be like oh stupid humans like wasting your time on you know friendship or art or you know things that don't seem to make a ton of sense um but i think it's those very things that make us who we are a recent conversation with an editor to start with when visiting his house he listed 37 reasons creative people would thrive when they have kids his son cheha caught some of his dad's words And Jaya told him, I did not know you think that. It warms my heart. The editor smiled and went on. He still had 14 more things to say. <laughs> One of the things that your prompt made me think of was on shows like Queer Eye or We're All Here, where the drag queens go to all these like small towns in America. Um, One of the things that always gets me is seeing people's capacity to change based on doing the right thing for the people they love. And in this case, it's often conservative Christian parents who end up with queer or trans kids and how that rocks their world, but also how it expands their world. I think a lot about how often we're told like people are who they are. You can't change anyone. No one's ever going to change. Yada yada yada. But I think that does us great disservice because while you cannot change anyone, and they won't change in the way that you want them to, people do change all the time and often they become better. But the way that they become better is almost entirely through love through love of another person through love of i don't know a god or a piece of art a piece of media um and while hate can inspire huge dramatic and terrible things i think the thing about love is that it inspires the everyday ordinary wonderful parts of life that never get any attention but that I think is where you know the real magic of living happens and the real sort of inspiration happens too a forgiving friend an almost unforgivable yet still lovely snore from your partner how she sleeps 
and the complete vulnerability we share in and outside the bed. And hearing your parents with each other still in their 60s. Almost unbearable sometimes, though. <laughs> and witnessing a few beautiful things uh, characters in the office seldom say, who are mostly odd, biased, and imperfect. And seeing that happen in real world where I work and among my friends. And being able to admit that I am just as weird and feeling assured it's okay. For me, it's not like the big grandiose things that are impressive. I really like face masks. They really relax me. I like to put them on and watch TV as you know, and as we've done together. <laughs> when I go down and walk the main street of my community, East Greenwich, and, and I meet strangers or I meet familiar faces, and to exchange greetings with them, to have brief encounters with them, to, to, to frankly experience the random acts of kindness, that lifts my spirits and that, and that helps me find endurance for the hard work that often comes. That is, in some ways, the most important care that I can provide myself. Meditating and being still and really feeling the moment and every emotion. And that could be, you know, any emotion on the spectrum of emotions, right? Where we're always inundated with different life circumstances and instead of shutting down emotions that we might label as good or bad we let them just in and observe them and let them go it's been such a beautiful journey it's something that i've been doing for for some time now but more the more i reflect on it and the more i just am at peace the more i feel i can give to the world and hopefully radiate that peace and love. I really love all the Greek myths. Um, and my mom would read them to me growing up. Um, we had this awesome book called like Daedalus's Book of Greek Myths and it was terrific. I still think about those stories a lot and I just think they're like really strong examples of storytelling with amazingly flawed characters and interesting twists and surprises and morals. So I really like the Greek myths. I suppose as an Episcopal priest, uh, I, I should say something like, well, the sacred texts or, or even uh, the Jesus about whom I preach. And all of that might be true, but I want to offer to people that um, one book that, that makes me happy is actually written by the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, who could not be more dissimilar except for the fact that they have a shared experience of, of encountering prejudice and hatred and violence. And they have collaborated on a book entitled The Book of Joy. And that is a book that time and time again as I read it, gives me more joy. And I hope if others have not read it, that they might pick it up and find joy to be had there as well. If we are to, to encounter 
violence or hatred or prejudices, then we first need to be well and to be whole and to be cared for ourselves. I'm going to go out today and put as much love into the world as I possibly can and, and triple down on it tomorrow. I encourage you all to do likewise, and I hope everyone has a great weekend. You know, someone didn't have to change the entire world, but they changed someone's world, and I think that's enough. I think that's, like, really all there really is ever. Anyways, good luck with this. Hope to see you soon. Hope you're having a beautiful day, and soon we'll catch up. Thanks. If you or a loved one are involved in violent extremism of any kind, you can contact parentsforpeace.org with the number 4 or call their toll-free nationwide helpline at 1-844-49-PEACE. That's 1-844-49-PEACE. Special thanks to Arno Michaelis, Claudia Spiro, Sarah Greenleaf, Clayton Starr, Jinu Huan Lee, and Reverend Tim Rich for participating in this minisode.